0: Hello, and welcome to Small Steps Right Direction, a podcast devoted to helping you find your amazing world one step at a time. In each episode, we will be discussing ways you can start building a life that leaves you going to bed feeling proud and waking up feeling purposeful. Here at YAW, we are dedicated to continuous growth and development and believe that no matter your goal, one step in the right direction can change your trajectory forever. Finding your very own amazing world can be a big task. Be sure to unlock all of our weekly resources and support by joining our inclusive Facebook community, Your Amazing World. So without further ado, hit that subscribe button and let's start stepping. Alrighty, so today we're going to be talking about Number 12 and number 11 on our list of 12 most life-altering and impactful habits. Now, you might be thinking, this isn't a big deal because these are the lowest ones on the list. But I need to just stop you right there and remind you that these of all the habits in the world, including drinking water and getting sleep. Okay, these... These are the 12 that are the most impactful and foundational for your life. Now, this would be the foundation for your goals. This is the foundation for your happiness. This is the foundation for long term health. These are the foundational habits, the ones that I am saying matter the absolute most. So, making the top 12 is a big deal, okay? A big deal of all of the millions of habits that you. Could potentially create and that could have potentially landed on this list. So, number 12, if you all remember, is connection. And number 11 is midday move. So, let's start off with number 12, which is connection. I don't think that there's a lot that I have to talk about regarding connection in 2021. I think that we all know how impactful the isolation and disconnect of 2020 was, has been, still is on all of us, right? We are watching loved ones struggle with anxiety and depression and isolation. And it has been profoundly eye-opening to see just how reliant we are on one another. And that does not mean that you have to have 50 best friends, but being connected to other people in your community, in your family, in your friend group, even in the smallest ways, makes a profoundly huge difference. So People talk to me a lot about connection because many of us don't have the healthiest family of origin. Some of us struggle to make friends. It's hard as an adult to meet people, right? I am an empty nester. So all of my kids are off at college now. And that means that I'm not really in the mom group anymore. And that creates its own kind of isolation. When you have kids, it seems like you can connect through your kids at school, that type of thing. But when you don't have them yet, or you choose not to have them, or they're all grown up, Creating those relationships can be really complicated, especially when we're telecommuting for work. So we don't even have those connections day to day in our office. So how exactly do we create connections? How do we make new friends? How do we keep our relationships going? How do we build intimacy and connection in the relationships that we already have? All right. So let's talk about it. Let's get into the nitty gritty of this because I know that this is one of the most talked about things right now. How do you even make friends? All right. So as an adult, how do you make friends? I highly recommend that you get involved with something that you already enjoy. Now, I know in our current hustle culture, a lot of us have abandoned hobbies. We no longer have hobbies. Um, We haven't pursued adult hobbies. So finding something you enjoy to create connection could be the first barrier. My suggestion for that is to try a bunch of things. What did you like when you were younger and how can you try to implement that now? Checking out your local rec center, checking out local gyms. Checking out local libraries are all excellent ideas for creating connection. You can join a book club. You can join. I actually at one point joined a tap dancing class. That was a lot of fun. Um, You can join a whole lot of different things. Join a bowling league join a church, okay, and a women's group in your church. Um, Those are all super helpful ways to create connections with other people and to find a hobby or an activity that you enjoy. There are even many, many adult athletic activities like adult soccer leagues and things of that nature. So, I highly recommend that you get involved with those types of activities. Now, In addition to that, you can always hit up Meetup and you can find groups, tons of groups on Meetup um, with people that are very like-minded. A close friend of mine has used Meetup extensively to connect with other people in meditation groups. So that has been a really cool opportunity for her. Now, meditation groups are not necessarily the place that you're going to Potentially find connection in part because everyone in the meditation group is so it's a quiet activity. You don't have as much interaction. So if you're looking to create those connections, you may want to opt into, again, a book club a soccer team, a online smoothing community, that is a big thing right now, um, and create those connections there. It is absolutely fine if you have connections online. If you have virtual connections, you just need connection with other people, all right? Now, in addition to that, I love to suggest the Nextdoor app. I have the Nextdoor app, um, and there are thousands of people in my community that are also engaged in the app. You can create walking clubs in door. You can create all sorts of neighborhood activities, um, even volunteer activities or community service activities. And that, by the way, is another great opportunity to create connection and do something meaningful in your community, which is volunteer. OK, volunteer at the local food bank, volunteer at the local shelter go and volunteer. It is an excellent way to meet other like-minded people. And listen, it feels awesome to know that you're giving something back. And while we're on the subject of giving something back, I want to make sure that I take a moment here to talk about the importance of kindness, the importance of connecting with strangers, people you may never see again. This is especially important in areas where we are still masking a lot. It is profoundly impactful to people to not be able to see each other's faces. It is very, very difficult. And while I completely understand the importance of safety, you can no longer offer just a smile to greet a person, because they can't really see it. So taking the moment to just say, hi, how was your day? I love your top. Your hair looks cute, right? Just taking that moment to compliment another person, encourage another person makes all the difference in the world. I was walking into the post office the other day. I walked by this woman who was wearing just the cutest, workout top, I literally have probably ever seen. And I walked by her and I was like, oh my gosh, your top is so cute. I love it. And the look on her face, the the way that her body language changed and she was like, really? Oh my gosh, thank you so much. It was unbelievable because you don't know You don't know how many people you're passing at the grocery store or walking into the post office or walking in your neighborhood who have no contact right now, who live alone, who don't have family and friends around them, who don't have the Zoom calls, who maybe are solopreneurs, all the solopreneurs out there. Y'all know it can be a very lonely life. So Taking that opportunity to connect with another person, even a stranger, is good for you and it's good for them. And if we all practiced this, if we all took a moment that everywhere we go, we make a point of offering kind words or support or a compliment to another person, if we all agreed to do that, everyone would have the opportunity to feel connected and validated and acknowledged. And that matters. Now, another thing I like to do, I will be very honest here and tell you that connection made my list in part because it's so profoundly impactful to me personally. And I struggle with it. Okay. I have all kinds of busyness. My husband is my best friend. We are together all the time. We both work from home and I find that I forget completely to call or text anyone until like right before bed, right when I'm about to shut down my phone for bedtime, I think, oh my goodness, I haven't talked to my aunt in three months, right? Now, I just want you to know that I'm a little bit of a night owl. And so that means that I'm thinking about texting or calling my aunt at 10 o'clock at night. That is not an appropriate time, typically to call or text someone. So making a point of getting in touch with the people that you love and care about on a regular basis is really important. One of the things that's helped me with that is creating a standing appointment, like a standing meeting in my phone with a reminder, okay? It helps a lot that I have this, okay, at this On this day, at this time, you text your friend. On this day, at this time, you text your aunt. On this day, at this time, you call your sister. It helps a lot to have those reminders. Now, I know some of you might be thinking, wow, that seems really cold and calculated to have your contact with other people be automated. But here's the deal, okay? Everyone who knows me in real life will tell you that they have gone through periods of time where the only time they talked to me was at Christmas or at a wedding or unfortunately at a funeral because I really struggled to remember to think about reaching out to them, not because I don't love them, not because I don't miss them, not because I don't think about them, but more because I am actually a little introverted. I very much need my alone time. I kind of get tunnel visioned into my work and into my family and into my, right? And into my quiet time. I have a tendency to open a book and be lost, okay? Or turn on Netflix and be lost. And so I know that this is a thing that I am challenged by. I always love when I connect with the people who matter to me in my life. It is so enriching to me. It fills my heart with joy and happiness, but I often forget to do it. And as a side note, this little alarm thing works with Anything that brings you joy, but you tend to forget to do self-care, connecting with other people, getting your workout in that alarm secret. Okay. That little hack works across the board. So I highly encourage you to make appointments set meetings in your phone or have set alarms that go off to remind you to do the things that bring you Joy and create connection with others. It matters. We are pack animals. We need connection with other human beings. We need that validation, encouragement, support. So just get it done. If you choose connection for your first habit, you're going to want to make sure that every single day this month you are doing something. To connect with other people. Now if you have an errand day, you can intentionally talk to the cashier at the grocery store, compliment somebody publicly. I would love it if you just did that every time you went out. Um and make sure that on the other days you are reaching out to friends or family or you're looking for a meetup or you're scheduling a walk on next door, something like that. So you're making sure that you are at least making an effort to create connections in your life and to continue to bond with the people who are already there, okay? So that is number 12. Number 11 is just pure fun, okay? Just pure fun. Number 11 has nothing to do with getting a workout in. I want to make sure that everyone knows that number 11 is not about working out. Number 11 is entirely okay about shaking the dust off. All right, That's what it's about. It's not about getting a workout in. You don't need different shoes. You don't need a different outfit. You don't need to worry about showering and sweating and getting ready again for work. You don't have to do any of that we are talking about literally five to 10, maybe 15 minutes of movement. That's it, midday move. Now, this is not you get up in the morning and you do your workout. This is your midday move. I don't know if y'all have heard this yet. I kind of nerd out on all kinds of health and wellness facts and I always am knowing and seeing all kinds of things. And recently I was reading this article about how sitting is the new smoking, how it is incredibly bad for your health. Listen, it is bad for your health. It's bad for your physical and mental health. It's bad for your posture. It is bad for you. It makes parts of your body hurt you didn't even know could hurt for real. It is also really, really impactful to your creativity and your productivity. And I know that we always think that when we sit at our desk all day long and we work really hard, we are more productive than if we get up and move away from our work. That is not true. That is not true. Your brain needs a reboot. Your brain needs a change of pace or scenery. It is very easy when we're sitting at our desk all day trying to do our work to completely zone out, to get ourselves into a funk. And here's the deal. When we zone out and get into a funk, we are far less productive. We are far less creative. We are far more likely to engage in activities we don't want to like procrastinating, like just scrolling social media, right? We are way, way less capable of doing our work. So I know that this might sound counterintuitive to some of you, that I'm saying that the best way to get the most work and the best work done is to actually step away from your work. That is the best thing that you could possibly do and move your body. Why do we want to move our bodies? Well, one, when we move our bodies, we actually help to stretch things out and loosen things up that start to kind of feel locked up from sitting at that desk all day long. So we physically feel better. We change our hormones in our body. When we start to move and we start to get some exercise, it causes our body to produce all kinds of feel good hormones it causes our body to produce anti inflammatory hormones like so it is incredibly good for your body and your mood all right sitting at your desk all day long is stressful it increases your cortisol levels and you want to counteract that all right in addition to that it gives your brain a little bit of a rest and it allows you to have some space, all right? This is kind of like, What happens when you're looking for something really hard? You don't know where your keys are and you're looking everywhere in the house for your keys and you're so frustrated and you're just so annoyed that you have lost your keys again, if you are me, because I lose my keys frequently. And as soon as you stop looking, right, as soon as you clear your mind and you're not looking, you either remember where they are or you realize that they've been right in front of you the whole time. Giving your brain a break from that thing that you're so honed in on allows it to open up and to see things and to come up with ideas that you otherwise may not have. So. How do you get in movement in your day, especially if you work in an office and you're dressed for office work? I'm sure some of you are like, Cassie, you work from home. You can wear whatever you want. You could go change into, like you could do anything. And that is true. I have a lot of flexibility about what I'm wearing. But generally speaking, what you see me wearing is what I'm wearing when I do my midday move. Here's the deal, okay? All you need to do is physically get up from your desk and move your body. So you could go for a walk around your floor in your office building. You could go for a walk around the block. By the way, bonus points if you get outside because it's so incredibly good for you to be in nature. But you could go for a walk around the block. You could take a little walk at lunchtime. Okay. You could, and by the way, I recommend that you do this Outside of lunchtime as well, but you could take a little walk. You could, my favorite, my all time favorite. I have a workout, workout, and a happy playlist on my Spotify. Okay. And I like to just turn it on, and whatever song randomly comes on, I just jam out to it. Okay. Usually, Two or three, because once I get going, then I'm like, woo, this is fun. Okay. So I highly recommend dancing as a way to move your body. All right. I have a really good friend of mine who also works from home and is a stay at home mom, and she does this little yoga series when she needs to move her body or when she's feeling sore so that she can really get a good stretch in. If that's an option for you, go for it. The most important thing is just that you get up from your desk. Okay. No, we're not walking around holding a tablet and still working. We're taking a break from work and we are moving. We're just physically moving our body. Now, obviously you may have figured this out. You could go for a walk with a friend or you could go for a walk with a peer at work, and you could get connection and movement, midday move, in at the same time. Here's the thing, though. I want you to be very, very careful about this. If you go for a walk with your peer, your coworker, okay, we're going to not talk about work. This is not an opportunity to have an additional meeting. This is an opportunity to get 10 minutes of movement away from work. Now, if you guys go for a 30-minute walk and you spend 10 minutes just catching up about your weekend or your favorite show, and then you spend the other 20 minutes talking about work, fine, no problem. We'll give a pass on that. But make sure that you're getting a good solid 10 minutes where you have unplugged your brain from your work. Now, for those of you who are stay-at-home moms and who are thinking to yourself, I don't sit behind a desk. For those of you who do very physically demanding jobs, okay? Most of my family does really physically demanding jobs. I have a lot of friends who do things like nursing, for example, physical therapists. Okay, I know that y'all aren't sitting behind a desk all day. Teachers, y'all aren't sitting behind a desk all day. I know. Okay, I got it. And I know that you may want to skip midday move because your work is already physically engaging. Here's the deal. You need to move your body in a different way. You need to move your body in a way that is engaging to you, that feels good to you, that is a little treat that separates you from your work. Okay. So even if you are a teacher, even if you're a nurse and you run around all day long, finding a place that you can turn on a favorite song and dance it out a little bit, finding a place where you can turn on some chill music and just stretch a little bit, even is incredible. You need to take that break. Remember, not only for your physical well being, okay, but also. for your mental and emotional well-being. You need to take that break so that you can be sharp, okay? So that you can be more productive, so you can be more creative, so you can do what you do the best you possibly can and so that you can feel great about it, okay? I was gonna say good, but I want you to feel great about it, all right? Because here's the thing, in our lives, foundationally, to every single goal, to every single happiness, to every single health, to every single wellness, foundationally, is the fact that you are caring for yourself. You are making yourself a priority. You are nurturing yourself well. And every single one of the top 12 habits that are the most life-altering, are the most life-altering, because these are all ways in which we can prioritize ourselves and nurture ourselves well. Connect with other people. It matters to feel connected. It matters to feel like you belong. It matters to feel validated and seen. Okay. Connect with other people. And when you connect with other people, you're giving them that gift as well. And move your body. Shake it up a little bit. Stretch it out. Shift your mood. Shift your perspective. Increase your productivity and creativity. Get your body moving in a way that is different from the work that you're doing all the time so that you can give yourself a break because that physical movement is almost therapeutic. It is so beneficial and so incredibly good for you in so many ways. You need it. You deserve to feel amazing all the time and feeling great About your life, about what you're doing, about your connections, about who you are in the world is foundational to accomplishing your goals and having the health and happiness you deserve and that you desire. Remember, you are amazing. As one of our listeners, we want to see you exceed all of your personal goals. Be sure to grab your free seven-day trial of Your Amazing Essentials to help you along the way at www.youramazingessentials.com. Our hope is that this program equips you with all the tools you need to establish and maintain an exciting new perspective on personal growth, wellness, and productivity. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey with us and we can't wait to start crushing all of our goals together. In the meantime, don't forget to like and subscribe here, and keep stepping with us all week long inside our inclusive Facebook community, Your Amazing World. Thank you for tuning in today. We'll be back next week to keep stepping together.